Hi, I'm Nina Bosky, one of the producers of the new podcast, as we get ready for the new launch of Marilyn Behind the Icon. I thought I'd share with you some of our most memorable interviews from working on the Marilyn investigation over the last several years. Here's an interview we did with Dina Martin, daughter of Dean Martin. When we talk about Hollywood classic, who do you think of? Dean Martin and his relationship with Marilyn. Give a listen. Well, today we have Gary Vitaka Robles with me on the air, the best-selling author of Icon, The Lifetimes and Films of Marilyn Monroe. Mary Jane, April, and Leslie are off this week. But in this first part of the show, we are celebrating Dean Martin, you know, the legend himself. You know, he's quite fond of Marilyn, and he stood up for her in Marilyn's last movie, Something's Gotta Give. Let's listen to a quick soundbite from the documentary uh, for the movie in which uh, Whitey Snyder and uh, Marjorie Fletcher uh, and even Joan Greenson uh, talk a little bit about Dean and uh, how he would not do the movie without Marilyn. On June 9th, Fox announced that it had replaced Monroe with Lee Remick, who came to the Fox lot for costume tests the next day. Remick defended the studio for dropping Monroe. I feel she should have been replaced, she told reporters. The movie business is crumbling down around our ears because of that kind of behavior. In its haste to act decisively, however, Fox overlooked an important detail. Dean Martin's contract gave him right of approval over his co-star, and Martin immediately rejected Lee Remick. Dean said, and he said right here in the dressing room, right in the front of the dressing room up there when he, we found out she was gone. And somebody from the studio came over there and said, well, we're going to go ahead and do it with Lee Remick. What? He said, no. We're not going to do it with Lee Remick. <laughs> and that was it. And that's why I heard him say that about Marilyn and walked off. She felt really proud that he would stand by her and that that really pleased her. And I remember, I think she came and, and you know, showed me the headline. No Monroe, no Martin, or something like that that it was. And she was really tickled by that. All right. Well, that was a clip talking about Dean Martin and how he was definitely uh, one of those gentlemen that was loyal to Marilyn. And that says a lot for him. I'm just very honored and excited to have her on the show. Dina Martin is on with us. Dina, are you there? Here. And uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. And thank you for doing this. This is great. Well, I just, you know, you've been on the show before. You were on last year, and we talked a lot about your father and, and your book. Uh, you know, Memories Are Made of This, Dean Martin, uh, Seen Through uh, His Daughter's Eyes. And, you know, one of the things um, the Maryland fans wanted to know, because the we call her the MM or the Maryland Monroe community, we call her the MM community, holds a great deal of respect for Dean because of how he stood by her during Something's Gotta Give. Um, is there anything you can tell us about that and maybe your dad's feelings towards Marilyn. Did he ever share with you or did you, you know, through your family's conversations ever have a conversation about that? You know, we didn't speak of it after because it was, it was sad. But, you know, yeah. uh, our family, my family in Maryland, uh, we're friends with Marilyn. You know, so, I mean, that was great. She came to our home. And, in fact, um, you know, before I get into that, just hearing that uh, PR promo really brought back brought back memories to me to to hear that and to know see dad was a loyal friend and marilyn was a friend and you know they had been we'd known each other for years but i remember uh this one time when marilyn came to the house and she had on her scarf 
and of course she looked beautiful and it was before uh, before they were going to do the movie and um, my brother Dino and I Dean Paul and I <laughs> we did the twist for Marilyn Monroe <laughs> oh. while Bobby Darren sang up a lazy river down the old mill run and I will never ever forget that moment and she sat there and smiled and she was and I'm thinking you know years later I just did the twist for Marilyn Monroe and she oh was so goodness. sweet and kind. And then everybody went to the Dodger game after that. And, uh, you know, so in, in California. Oh, but yeah. Marilyn was, was a friend of my dad's. And he was, you know, there's something about my dad who was loyal and true blue. He never forgot uh, where he came from. He never forgot his friends. And that was the way he was. That's how he led his life, which was, you know, remarkable. And, of course, he taught me very important life lessons. He said to always treat people the way you want to be treated and uh, you know, and always be on time. You know, those were one of the things. He was so funny <laughs> like that. But, um, you know, I remember when we found out that uh, Marilyn had uh, had died. We were, we were on a family vacation at the Alisal Ranch. It was a dude ranch in, uh, it might have been Santa Inez Mountains up where Reagan has, you know, where I, I think it was up there, but Alisal Ranch. And we were going on hay rides and horseback riding, and it was just the family and all these little bungalows. And then my dad got the news that Marilyn had uh, passed away. And so we, uh, we all, it was a shock. My dad was shocked. Everybody was. Oh, it's like yeah. you know every I'm pretty sure everybody remembers where they were when Marilyn Monroe died. Yeah. And, yeah, and so we got into the car, the cars came for us and we all went back home. You know, we didn't stay. We didn't stay at oh. the uh, at the ranch. We had already been there a few days, but we went home and um you know, and dad dad was calling everybody and it's when he said um you know, I want to go to the uh, to the funeral. I they were turned away. He and Frank were turned away from the funeral. Oh, my dad told yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that must have been that must have been hard, given the fact that also you know being so loyal and really a, a true friend to Marilyn. Exactly. Um, and and so that was Leo DeRocher, correct? Uh, was it Leo or was it Gary? Do you know? Do you know Gary Patakos with with us as Leo, well? Leo DeRocher, in terms of turning them away. Yes. At the well, gate. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was a few years ago, and yeah, I should have yeah, you know, just, gone back and, and, and well, refreshed myself. But. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think the thing is here is that, you know, with the Maryland community, um, you know, obviously you're, you're uh, you know, um, carrying on with your dad's legacy and stuff. And just wanted to say a special, special thank you to you. And your family, you know, that's that says a lot, you know, about your dad. So um, one of the things I also wanted to share with you, Dina, and I think this is kind of interesting what you said about, you know, what he would always give you little lessons and stuff with you on stage right now that you are, you know, uh, definitely carrying on his legacy. You're performing all over all the time. Right. And I want to hear more about it as well. Is did he ever, you know, do you ever hear him, you know, kind of like with you on stage? Because obviously you know you've kind of picked up where he left off and do you ever get those little whispers in your ear or you feel like wow he's he's with me tonight on stage it's so funny that you should mention that i do and it happens quite often and there is sometimes i will come out with i'll say something i have no idea where that came from but it's hysterical <laughs> and i have 
no idea. You know, my piano player will look at me. I go, I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it's things because I'm, I am performing this music, the greatest music, of course, that was ever, ever invented, ever written. Uh, it's this wonderful, you know, great American songbook. But it's with all of those people who were, uh, that I grew up with. So it's the Uncle Frank Sinatra, Uncle Sammy Davis Jr., yes, Dean Martin, uh, Judy Garland, uh, you know, Peggy Lee, I said Bobby Darren, Ella Fitzgerald. So all of these people that I knew uh, growing up, and I, I truly believe they're all on stage with me. But there is uh. something about uh, something about my my dad, and you know, something comes out of me that sounds just like he would have said. But it would never had occurred to me before that. So, um, in fact, I'm sitting right now in my studio. I'm surrounded by gorgeous pictures of of my dad at Capitol Records and Bobby Darren in the booth and Nat King Cole. And I just, uh, you know, I feel his presence all the time. I would imagine you would, you know, and especially, uh, you know, carrying on that legacy and performing yourself. Uh, tell us just a little bit, and then I want to get back to, I know the, the, the fans have some questions and Gary has some questions for you as well, but uh, you've been at Capitol Records. You are doing a lot of stuff. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and where you're going to be performing next. All right. Well, uh, first, on um, Sunday, on Father's Day, I'm going to be performing. I'm doing the opening day with the um, at the Chicago, not Chicago, Ocean City with the Pops. So I will be there with, you know, the, the symphony orchestra and all of my great wow. arrangements, uh, performing a lot of the brand-new songs that I'm just recording now. I am now at, not at this moment, as we're speaking, I'm not at Capitol, but I was at Capitol Records Studio A last week. With the most incredible musicians. I've got Patrick Williams, who is the conductor arranger. I'm doing a lot of his songs. I've got Al Schmidt as the engineer. And these unbelievable musicians. And I'm there in Studio A, where my dad recorded. And of course, I was there when he recorded his first number one hit, Memories Are Made of This, when I sat in a little chair Aww. and watched him perform that. But I am now at at Capitol, I will be back there on June 27th to lay down some more vocals. But what an unbelievable experience for me to sit in the same chair he sat in. Oh, my gosh. The microphone. It's, it's giving me goosebumps. I mean, really, it just is. I just, I, 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 I'm, sometimes I, I bet you just, you know, pinch yourself because for us, we have to live through your stories because they're not around in physical in physical time anymore. But right. for you to have lived that as a as a child and and then to be back at Capitol where they sat must be an, uh, just a remarkable remarkable experience. It's it's remarkable and to walk up and down the halls. So if I'm in Studio A or I'm in Studio B or or C and I walk out in the hallway, you know, maybe to get a cup of uh, tea, a uh, uh, coffee, and there's Alan Bergman and Marilyn Bergman. They were doing a documentary. And I'm standing under the picture in the hallway of Frank Sinatra conducting <laughs> my dad for Sleep Warm, which was an Alan Bergman Wow, record. wow. So, you know, so um, I have pictures taken with them, of course. But it's the history that is there, the, um, the magic that is there, because everybody's recording there still, of, of course, yes. because it sounds, yes. it sounds great. But just walking down those halls, going into those recording sessions and, Leanne Rimes was next door to me. She was in B. I was in A. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's all all generations, all genres, uh, you know, coming together because it's music. Music makes the world go around, and we have, um, you know, I mean, it, just the memory of all of these incredible, incredible entertainers. 
Oh, and Marilyn yes. Monroe was a fabulous entertainer. Well, and also want to, Gary has a question as it regards guards, because there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, kind of misinformation, not exactly sure what's clear and what's not. And maybe, you know, maybe you don't. But Cal Neva, the weekend before she passed, she went up, uh, we think, to to uh, visit your dad because he was performing that last weekend, uh, July 27th, I think, through the 29th. Gary, you wanted to ask her a question. Yes. Hi, Dina. Hi. I just have to let you know I, I adore your dad. Um, growing up in an Italian family, your dad's records were plentiful. Oh. And um, Ain't That a Kick in the Head is on my dinner party playlist. It's the number one song that plays. <laughs> so I had to That's share great. that with you. Um, but, yes, on, I, I understand that your dad recorded a live performance at uh, Cal Neva Lodge at Lake Tahoe um, on July 27th, which would have been a Friday night. And we understand that Marilyn was there that weekend. And when I was researching my book, Icon, I came to the conclusion that she was likely present to support your dad as he had been supporting her. And um, I just wondered if you knew if that was accurate and if your dad shared any significant memories of what would have been her final weekend with him being present with her. Oh, you, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure. I would have, uh, you know, and I I don't want to assume anything, but that sounds like something that uh, that actually uh, did happen. I'm trying to uh, to go back in time, but I mean, because I'm remembering the that next week where you know we all went to the Alisal Ranch or yeah. wh- whenever that was. I can't remember the date, but as far as dad, um, you know, to he didn't really. Uh, you know, share his feelings about things like that. He was a he was a quiet mind, a quiet man. As I as I say, you know, Dad was a Gemini, and so he was, you know, <laughs> up on one side he was out there, you know, fabulous, entertaining, doing everything, and then on the other side he liked to be alone and quiet, you know, and and uh, you know keep uh, keep to himself. He was secure in himself that he was okay just to, you know, be home alone, quiet, <laughs> just and not, you know, really not. Um, share his feelings like that he was more he wanted to make people laugh so uh, we it's not something that we would have sat down and talked about it would have made him uncomfortable mm. yeah and uh, sure. because he he felt things very deeply but he did not know i you know he just chose not to express them that way i mean he was he was just the kindest sweetest the gentlest man and you would never see him get upset or mad that wasn't that wasn't him he was like a they threw away the mold when they made Dean Martin because he was just one of a kind. What great memories to have of a dad. I just have to say, dinamartin.com, a shout-out to your lovely husband, who is just wonderful. It's 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 wonderful to see you two, uh, you know, traveling all over the place, performing all over the place. When you come back to L.A., I certainly want to see you. I, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, if anybody would like to know more about the new album, about where she's going to be, dinamartin.com. And just one last question. I asked the Maryland fans this question about Maryland, but I'd like if you were to look back at his legacy if he were to be looking back at his legacy today, what do you think your dad would say? Oh, about what he, uh, about his life? Yep. Uh, that he was a, a good man and that he loved his family and he enjoyed what he was doing and that, uh, you know, that he just, almost like he would say, ain't that a kick in the head? He just had a, <laughs> a wonderful, he had a wonderful life and that's, he just wanted to uh, people to enjoy his music and his movies, and, and he was happy with that. 
All right. Well, thank you, Dina Martin, for joining us and giving us a little uh, twinkle and a little glimpse into your father and to you for carrying on his legacy and his music. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much. It's my honor. Thank you. We'll talk soon. You just heard from Dina Martin, daughter of the legendary Dean Martin. You'll hear more about Cal Neva in future episodes. But for more around Maryland, stay tuned for the brand new podcast, Maryland Behind the Icon, based on Gary Vitaka Robles' books, Icon, The Life, Times, and Films of Marilyn Monroe. Get to know Marilyn up close and personal from her own words. It will be a podcast you don't want to miss. So subscribe now so you won't miss an episode.